Now, listen, they want me to say hello, welcome to the James Well best bits of tonight's show, which you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Uh, Right, one of the main serious stories today is uh, a lot of people seem to want Boris Johnson to apologise for his remarks about care homes. Let us us talk to Chris Mitchell, who's the chairman of Park Lane Healthcare. Uh, First of all, Boris Johnson came out today and everybody jumped up and down. I think they've probably taken some of his comments completely out of context because Mm -hmm. I'm I'm told that you've had no coronavirus in all the care homes you have. Is that right? Have I got that wrong? That is correct. I'm, I'm pleased to say. And for the grace of God, that's where we stand. And uh, let's hope we see this right out through to the end of the crisis. It's, I mean, I'm on a bit of a crusade because I've got a favourite phrase at the moment. That is that if the virus doesn't kill us, the press will. We wanted mm. to be front and centre as a sector for a long, long time because there's been decades of underfunding that governments, whichever side of the political divide you're on, have kicked the can down the road to use modern parlance because it's such a political hot potato. Now, the vast majority of my peers do a fabulous job uh, running care homes, I'm proud to say, and proud of all of them and what they do, mm. um, right the way through the, the, the whole staffing, staffing mix, all the way through. Now, you know, the, 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 bottom line, the bottom line, though, is, is that we wanted to be front and centre, but we've, we've got embroiled in this whole platform that people like Piers Morgan, etc., have got on and Sky News in order to promote only things that go wrong. Now, recently, I saw uh, something on the the internet where a care worker was dancing with a resident and it went viral Mm. under the banner of, I wish all care homes were like that. But guess what? They are. You know, if you go into our bubble of of care home, if you go into the bubble that is our care home, they don't know all the trauma that's going on outside. They're having a ball and they're making new memories Mm. for themselves, you know? And I I do get tired of the constant drip drip, but some people are, um, you know, peddling it, the doom and gloom. and Unfortunately. Can I give you some good news as an example then? Yeah, go on. Go on, good, yeah. yeah. Right. For nine years at the Hall Residential Home in Thornton Dale, near Pickering, we have, for the entire village of Thornton Dale, done Christmas lunch on three consecutive days for everybody over the age of 65. Four-course meal, as much food and drink, and first-class professional entertainment for for nine years now. And we've spoken to BBC, ITV, Sky. Nobody's interested, Okay. And this is about 170 people we feed every year. And we, we felt that we wanted recognition for it. And our girls certainly did. Nobody's interested. But if somebody mm. fell from a first floor window, I'd have Sky News on the yeah. tarmac within half an hour. And that's what's wrong with mm. society today. One, yeah, yeah. one last question. Um, do you think that uh, Boris was right today to highlight it in the way he did? No, I don't. Um, I think the government from a standing start particularly Matt Hancock, who's a bit of a hero of mine at the moment, uh, has done an amazing job, come across very sincere. Mm. Boris is Boris. He, if he's in the mm. Commons and everyone's baying for blood for the opposition and so on, he loves it. He's great at the rah-rah, but not for the first time. He tried to promote the fact that he's going to sort the sector out, but what he started with was an absolute insult to everybody that works mm. in social care. And the government cannot deny 
that in the early days, and we have proof of this because we were approached by local authorities in various areas, he cannot deny that on day one when they panicked and all the coffins uh, stacked up in, in uh, morgues in Italy and Spain and so on, that they said, empty the hospitals. And they emptied the hospitals to the care homes mm. and they asked us to take people. Uh, they said, we will pay you for so many beds for so many weeks for this fee and uh, the only criteria is, or wing one of the criteria, we saw heads turned, it said you cannot turn down people who have COVID-19 or are suspected with it. And so we turned away their 30 pieces of silver and we, we never regretted it and we never will. But there are care homes, sorry, just to finish this point, James, there are care homes in this country that were already suffering through lack of good facilities or occupancy or no on-suite rooms and so on, whose backs were already against the wall. And they have found it hard to turn that money away. And some of those guys are, as I highlighted earlier with the quote from The Sun, some of those guys will wish they could turn the clock back. I can't believe they were so short-sighted, even with their back against the wall. I've been there myself as a businessman. Don't do it. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Rushy Shunak tomorrow and uh, hoping that he makes lots and lots of money from all of us. Uh, so the mini-budget... Uh, what to expect homeowners to get mm. £2 billion pounds of vouchers to insulate their homes as part of the Chancellor's Green Scheme. Um, let's talk about that. Uh, Philip Dunn is the Conservative MP for Ludlow, former Health Minister and Chair uh-huh. of the Environmental <coughs> Audit Committee. A gourmet capital, Ludlow is, actually. Good, good evening, James. Good, good evening, Ash. You're good absolutely evening. right. Ludlow is, is now world <laughs> famous for its food. Anyway, listen, let's talk about uh, Rishi's uh, mini-budget. Uh, what are you expecting? Well, I um, think I think he's going to be creating a, a budget for jobs to, to make sure that we can uh, mm. encourage you know, a recovery out of this COVID crisis and keep, keep as many people in jobs and create new jobs for people. And the thing that you know, I, I wanted to talk about this evening was what's been... Uh, flag so far, which will be in it, is this three billion pound uh, greening recovery, with uh, yeah. with two billion pounds going into improving energy efficiency in homes, which is something I've been um, campaigning for. I had a uh, debate about it in Parliament in February, and then a billion pounds on uh, on insulation for public buildings, which is a whole part of the greening government agenda. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a good idea. I don't know what the insulation in my place here is like. Um, yeah. I don't, I'll have they to pay two-thirds, won't but... they, up to £5,000? Uh, that's right. Well, there are, there are 29 million existing houses in this country, or homes in this country, mm. of which 19 million uh, don't meet the, the government's target energy efficiency standard. Um, and therefore, there's a huge task to be done. What this does <clears> is to sort of kick off uh, it's a first step, if you like. Uh, several hundred thousand homes will be um, uh, insulated through these grants this year. And I think that's a very good start. And that will generate, you know, potentially over 100,000 mm. jobs. I mean, I think um, I, I think that's a, a brilliant idea. But I think there are lots of other ideas that are going to have to come forward as well, uh, which you can call looking after the uh, uh, the environmental side of things. But before that can be done, infrastructure needs to be made for it. You know, we've got all this thing at the moment of wanting everybody to be on a bike. But unfortunately, lots of people perhaps not fit enough to ride bikes. But we're trying, we're forgetting about them completely. 
well, uh, the, the the infrastructure for uh, I'm, I, I represent you, very Mary. rural constituencies, as you know. I know, um, I know. But, by the way, I was old enough to have to go to London, to London from here over the Seven Bridge too, so I'm in the same club as... Um, no, James was there before they'd built the Seven Bridge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, me... Shut well, up, Ash. We Carry on, Philip. I no, was there before no. the M40. Let's think that's going to go a bit further north. Um, you know, so no. what we've got to do is to, is to invest in... Uh, in connectivity, uh, and part mm. of that is ensuring that all the rural areas of this country that don't have um, proper broadband or mobile connections can, so that people can work from home and don't need to travel into work so much. I think that's one of the big changes that we're going to see in behaviour and culture in this country. Well, that's essential, that are... isn't it? I mean, it's like a gas supply now, the internet. It's, mm. it's like essential yeah. for all the homes to have it. Well, what it is, is, um, what... public services are being delivered over it now, so you, yeah, you really exactly. got to. What is going to happen with all those amazing office blocks all over the country that have been built, all that lovely infrastructure in flats, our cities? What's going to become flats now? Well, some of Not them will become them. flats, and and the government is planning, is intending to have a new planning bill to make it easier to for 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 um, change of use of buildings so that it can happen more quickly. So I think is a good mm. idea. What about the half a million pound stamp duty that you announced, and so now people won't buy a buy a place until they until it comes i mean is that going to happen because apparently that won't really stimulate the economy it will just stimulate the property market a little bit well the property market's been closed for the last three months so uh, and there are lots of people lots of people i know my constituents who need to move want to move so i'm not against some simulation to get it moving i think we'll find out tomorrow the chancellor uh, Mm. you know has this is a this is a leaked idea and we'll see what the Chancellor says uh, tomorrow about that. But it won't really stimulate the economy, will it, that? Well, no. Well, yeah, it will, because housing is one of the main, yeah, one of the main well, things building it to, it won't to get people. the economy going. I don't know. If it... well, what, well, what it does, you know, it's one of those major, moving houses, one of the major uh, life yeah. events which stimulates people to spend money. So, you, you know, you replace the carpets, you perhaps might get a new set of furniture, you do the kitchen, all of that is it will be good for the economy. And if people are not moving house, they don't do it. Yep, thank you very much indeed. Um, I'm sure we'll talk again before long. Uh, Philip Dunn, Conservative MP for Ludlow and surrounding area, former health minister chair of the Environmental Audit Committee. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Yeah, we're going to go back to the, uh, I think, the one thing that is beginning to really annoy everybody. We try to make this country a very inclusive nation. Uh, let's talk to, to uh, Derek Redmond, former British athlete. Hi, Derek. Hi, how are you doing? I'm very good, right, Derek. Man. What about you? Good. Yeah, I'm not too bad. Not too bad at all. We uh, we meet again, uh, metaphorically, on the same subject as we did uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago. <laughs> Do you know, I was thinking about that, and it, unfortunately, it just won't go away. And there are some vested interests that want to keep making it sound really bad. It, it, listen, the behaviour of those two cops, I've no idea what they were thinking, particularly when the news is as it is. But there are, yeah. there are lots of good police around and, and caring and concerned police. But, you know, if you, you see parents with a, a three-month-old baby uh, there as well, I mean, you've got to you've got to give them some sort of leeway, haven't you? Can't can't shouting and banging no. things. Um, 
But I think we're getting into the situation. If you say the wrong thing now, you're going to get labelled a racist, aren't you? Well, yes and no. Um, I mean, it is a very, very touchy subject at the moment. It's been, you know, um, brought again to the forefront with the George Floyd, um, you know, situation a, um, a number of weeks ago. Um, and to be honest, it hasn't gone all the way to the back burner because there are lots of other names that, you know, there's videos out there of other, whether it be uh, Americans or, or English uh, guys and girls that have been mistreated, let's say, Um and yes, there has to be a, you know a little bit of sense of sensibility here. I mean, you know, as, as I understand it, they were just driving home. They pulled over outside their house, and, and I think there was four police officers. I don't think it was two. I think yeah, there was, was a few four. couple more behind them, wasn't it? Yeah, there yeah. Was a couple yeah. behind. Now, you know, one of the things that I think you know you've got to do. I mean, the the, the video, um, the, the, the footage that I saw was there was a policeman at the driver's window baton in hand, already shouting and angry. And he was already, you know, yeah. up for it, so to speak. Now, yeah. it's, you know, it's interesting because you said, you know, he should see that there was a baby. He's not seeing that. He's yeah. not seeing that. He's seeing yeah. what he wants to see and what already in his mind has been made up. You know, there could have been 10 babies in that car. He wouldn't have seen any of them. But there's obviously or something he... has happened before because that's not how police approach you just to chat to you. No. Generally, no, no. So, so something has happened there before we that we don't know. We don't know what's happened before. Um, but I do believe there needs to be, in that situation, a way the police approach anybody. I, yeah. You know, whether yeah. you're black, whether you're white, whatever the situation... They're too aggressive, aren't they? It's too aggressive. It's mm. too aggressive, you know. And videos like that should be used in police training. Yeah. To sort of yeah. say, look, this is yeah, not great. Because you, you can do, cause you know? the person to react in self-defence and Absolutely. actually escalate it and end up, you know... Absolutely. Mm. Much you know, worse. if he sort of knocked on the window and sort of said, you know, I mean, I've been stopped by the police on, you know, on a number of occasions, you know, some because I was speeding, you know, one, you know, might because I was speeding or I might have been <laughs> parked in the wrong place or, or whatever the situation. Yeah. But I've also been stopped for, you know, routine checks and, you know, random yeah. checks and they knock on the window and I wind the window down and I do, you know, and the easiest thing to do is to stay very calm and just answer the questions. And if they're calm with you, then obviously whoever mm. is, is on the receiving end should and would be calm back yeah. unless they've got something to hide. Um, <clears throat> you know, yeah, and, I agree. And these, two, these two individuals, actually, um, it might sound wrong to say this, but they're in a, in a great position where they're actually two international athletes with a young three-month-old baby. They've just come back from training. They've got nothing to, to hide or anything. And actually, in that situation, they should feel like they're in a good place, i.e., if you are stopped, you understand that the police have to do their job. Now, let's just put to side for a minute why they were stopped, but let's just say they were stopped, and you know you've got nothing in your car, there's no cannabis, they're two international athletes, for goodness sake, there's a baby in the car, you know, and if they're pulled over and stopped, they should be in a position to be able to say, yes, officer, what's the problem? Here's my license, whatever, da 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 But they can't because mm. you know it's not going to be met in the way that it should. It's not going to be met in a, on an equal plane. They're already guilty, and now they've got to try and prove they're innocent, and they will treat mm. them as if they were guilty. That mm. is what is fundamentally wrong for me. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. The weekend is looking great. About tw early 20s. Mm. Yeah, well, there's a lot of high pressure coming in, so it's going to be sunny. Well, we don't like high pressure. We like to be chilled out with low pressure, man. Keep the pressure down, baby. 
He doesn't do anything else apart from sit here and just talk nonsense for three hours a day. And it obviously works. You're still there. Still here. Keeps me young, yeah. <laughs> No, no, good news never makes the news. Does it? But here we like to do some good news, you see. Not too radio. much, though, we do we? Love. We don't like too much good news. Do people do kitten farms like they do Ash, puppy farms? stop interrupting. No, no but I want to know. I mean, on. you know, do they no, do don't. that? We're heading to the news. Stop yeah, throwing I mean, another question. Sorry, Kate, go on. It's important. Because you've, you, you've, you, you've, um, you, you've... <laughs> you could call me Queen Bee. Well, thank you. I will. You can call me Queen Bee. We're going to talk about Harry and Meghan. I love Harry and, and Meghan. And I love the, the, other, the royal shut, family. Shut I love up. the Queen. You've been a black guy all your life. Have what you? Ridiculous <laughs> thing Didn't he wake up one day and reassign himself? <laughs> that was uh, the clips for today. The worst of Whale. Or sorry, sorry. The best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.